Welcome, everybody, to the By the Railside podcast. Uh, first time we're actually streaming uh, the podcast live while also recording it. Um, if you happen to um, want to catch it live, interact with us in the Twitch chat while we're doing that. Uh, you can join us over at twitch.tv slash by the rail side. Looks like we already got Marissa in the chat letting us know that they, she's there. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at by rail side uh, for Twitter and by the rail side on Instagram. Um, and uh, we do have a nice little uh, Discord as well that uh, you can interact with us. So this week uh, with us today, we've got uh, on the mic, Jeff. That's me. I have a mic. Uh, Jeff will be uh, your main uh, source in chat. He'll probably be reading it, letting us know what you guys are saying if I'm not able to, to catch it. Uh, and also in chat when, and with us on the mic is Jordan. Hey! Um, so, we're the three, the main three. Um, we're hoping to have someone else return to us very soon, but uh, for now, oh, right. we're the three best friends that anyone could have. That is true, the three best friends. Apparently no one wants to sing with me tonight. All right, fine. No, we're the three best that friends song. that no one likes. Oh, yeah, fuck, okay. Next topic, uh, probably the hangover, so Jeff understands it. The yeah. whole topic's the hangover? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the hangover Jeez. movies. There's three of them. We'll watch some hangover. I've, I've seen the first one. Yeah. That's where it's from. Is it? Oh, my God. I just don't understand how you can get, like, that much content out of the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't learn your fucking lesson. It's bad. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah, that's for another time. This week, uh, we will be uh, reviewing uh, Captain America. So, it is a very first uh, start for our MCU review. Um, uh, the reason why we're doing an MCU review is because when Endgame came out, uh, me and Jordan were super pumped about it. It was an unreal watch. Fantastic. Uh, and then Jeff and Justin went to go and see the movie, and they had so many questions about the movie. One of them being brought up, I can clearly remember, is... Why is it when Captain America picks up Thor's hammer, it can all of a sudden summon lightning? Uh, you would understand that reference if you watched the first Thor. But because they've missed out on so many, and they're such good films, we're making Jeff watch all of them, and we're going to spend extra time on the Ant-Man ones because we know it's his favorite. I've been studying actual science. Yes. I'm gonna you can't you even read. Facts. How did you study science? They have it on audiobooks, fool. Oh, you ever heard of know. Albert Einstein? <laughs> you got the good one, did you? The one I got the really free ones. Um, so, yeah. So, the, the very beginning of that, we're doing chronological order um, of the MCU. So, the very start is obviously Captain America, First Avenger, because that starts in 1942 when Captain America goes defeats the red skull um spoilers so, oh right sorry fights the red skull fights him delete the volume oh yeah um so at the beginning of the podcast we've actually started doing a brand new segment called uh what do we think jeff rated the movie um this one i'm gonna go with a four and a half I'm going to think four and a half to Jeff for Jeff's rating. Um, reason being is it had a decent enough 
amount of action. Um, I think it gave a little bit to care about the character, uh, the few characters that were in it. Uh, I know he hates when you put uh, love scenes in an actual movie. Uh, there wasn't too much science uh, in it other than the super soldier serum. So I think he's going to say four and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not see the levitating car? <laughs> Granted, I'll it was have you know for a few seconds. But there's nothing like that in today's technology. Yeah, I'm starting to think that this Stark guy's a fraud. <laughs> he he did say a few years. Yeah, he did. Granted, that's why you always give him like a long timeline. Because then, if you deliver exactly on that timeline, you're man your word. But if you deliver ahead of the schedule, yeah, that's, you're just. And ready. if you never deliver, you just hope people have forgotten about it. I changed my name and I moved to Puerto Rico. You think my real name's Jordan? No, it's Stunkley. Stunkley Crumpson. Crumpson. Uh, what do you think Jeff's going to rate it there, Jordan? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Marissa on this one. Uh, she said she's going to guess five, and I'm going to go with a five as well. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like there was enough in the movie uh, that he would have enjoyed, because um, there wasn't a, a whole lot of stuff that uh, that I think would have bugged him in the movie, uh, like so, from some of the other ones. Um, obviously there's going to be some things uh, that he, he's not going to be happy with but yeah I, I think he's going to go with a 5 there's a solid middle ground he would watch it again if, if someone else put it on but he probably wouldn't put it on himself yeah um, also, I'd like to defend myself real quick no. <laughs> um, after I, I will explain before you go to defend yourself Jeff will never rate a movie a 10 we have determined this apparently there's no such thing as a perfect movie um, even exactly. though he's a liar, um, less miserables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge Jackman's. I, I've never seen that, so okay. Toy Story. But in, in giving a movie Shrek a ten, you're saying it's perfect, and that a movie can never be better than that. That it's the pinnacle, and everyone else might as well stop making movies because you'll never be able to improve upon it. And that's why I don't give things a perfect score. I think that. You can with movies, though? Because, like, it's different. Like, if I bake the world's best pie 10 out of 10, there could still be other pies. Like, because it's maybe I baked an apple pie. But what about cherry? That's true. There's different flavors, right? And then different genres. And I do think that's where where our biggest differences are comparatively. Um, For the most part... I we like I just look at a movie as a movie like there's one singular movie even though even if it might be in a seat like a trilogy or something like that like it's that movie and that's what I, I rate whereas when you start getting into comparison like it's hard like apples to apples type deal because there's always going to be a movie that does one thing better and then the other one does the other thing so that's where we I think we we determined that we differed on our ratings but yes the highest Jeff will ever rate a movie is a nine. And if we get a if we get a six out of them, like we're popping chubbies, like it's <laughs> it's amazing. That's a great day. But since we've done, guessed all our stuff, let's uh, let's see what Jeff had to say about Captain America: The First Avenger. I want to defend myself real quick. <laughs> okay, you defend yourself. You said I don't like romance in a movie. Well, generally speaking, that's true. It's generally because it's like a forced. Uh, thing that serves no purpose to the movie whatsoever. It's just like, look, this person's a person. 
Uh, look, they also have romantic interests. And that's generally why I don't like it. If it's relevant to the movie and if taking it out of the movie would have changed the outcome, then I'm fine with it. That's like, if you could take the whole, the whole relationship, like arc out of the movie and it wouldn't change the outcome or affect any part of the movie whatsoever, then it's just forced bullshit. And I hate it. So you probably hate Indiana Jones because if you take Indiana Jones out of the lost arc, it's the same outcome. Yeah, no matter what, he has no impact on the film. Because yeah. either, uh, what was it? They find him, they kidnap him, they open the chest, they die. Or, he's not involved at all. They find the chest, they open the chest, they die. Yeah. Uh, sounds like terrible movies, so sure. <laughs> it's not terrible, uh, it's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different. On the opposite end, there's movies like Captain America. Where there's the relationship aspect in it and it does have an effect on the end of the movie and the only effect it had on the end of the movie was them using her falling in love with steve or whatever to break rules and all that stuff it's the exact opposite of the spectrum she's basically the only female in the entire movie and her entire role is just to fall in love with him so that he has military access that's the only reason she's in the movie yeah, and I think to to give him sort of a, um, not a flaw, but like that, like that something wrong. Like mo- most superheroes, they like they they're great, but there's always that one thing that sort of, um, like almost to ground them, in in reality. Whereas you instead you're just like, hey, this dude can literally chuck cars and motor and lift motorcycles and seems invincible, but then you get that. Uh, near the end of the movie um, when he wakes up in modern day New York and you could see on his face like there's that shock there's that awe of of, like holy crap like where am I and then his last line is I was supposed to have a date and you could see that in his face so I think it helps ground the character and make it a little bit more relatable in that sense but yeah in this movie if you took that out for sure I I definitely agree like it would the outcome would be different yeah, I, I think they should have done one or two things with that. They should have either A, not been like only one track mind kind of uh, uh, Hollywood that they are. And instead of having like her love interest, have him not romantically attached, but just more attached to Bucky and make that whole arc actually do. Because he had like one scene after Bucky died where he was like, man, Bucky died. And then that was it. It's like, what the fuck? You could have done the whole emotional arc with his best friend. They could have been inseparable and just taken the whole, hey, we have this chick in it out altogether. Or they could have put more women in the movie to make it less obvious that she is just a plant for that. Right? Like, the only other woman in the movie was the one that, like, randomly kissed him to make that one jealous. Like, that... Chicks have more roles in movies than just the romantic interest. Just stop being so offensive and just do it properly. To be fair, that chick was Natalie Dormer, and she is a smoke show. Also, to be no fair, idea who that is. she was a secret agent. Like yeah. she wasn't just like some some lady. She wasn't some dame in a skirt. Yeah. She was a higher ranking military officer. Yeah, Agent uh, Carter. 
granted i yeah, mean for the time goes against everything she's ever been taught and all like she even said that she's had to go through so much red tape and and had doors closed on her because she's a girl and then the moment that she like even remotely starts to uh feel romantic for this guy goes against everything she's been trained to do and reinforces why they put so many doors in front of women because they don't want and that's that's like the whole stereotype is they're like oh they're gonna fall in love with the men and then they're just gonna break all the rules and whatnot they just like extremely reinforce the reason why women have such a hard time doing stuff all right so the, ro- the romantic part of the movie was awful just that problem. <laughs> <laughs> what about the rest of the movie because <laughs> it's not um, all romance sometimes it's yeah. a shirtless chris evans and i know you like dudes <laughs> i mean that was fine i i wonder like with the whole the whole serum thing this is a science fiction movie more than a fantasy i'd say because they didn't they didn't really talk about the tesseract like i know what the tesseract is because i have seen some of the other uh superhero movie so i know what it is but i do wish they went into at least a little more of what the tesseract is they're just like we found a cube we put in a machine we've got laser blasters now when i know it's just like a source of potential energy and they're just basically farming energy and then using it as lasers i wish they would explain that a little bit more so people who you don't have to watch movies that are to come to know like where the bad guy's power is coming from they're just like well there was a square and a wall and i guess they're all powerful now um and i don't know who hid the fucking tesseract but whoever hid it in the intracell walls just like okay we're gonna make a part of the roots and we're gonna make those roots a snake and that's where we're gonna hide the tesseract it's gonna stand out like a sore thumb but i'm sure no one will think about it it was snake not really it was so poorly made like i I wrote a note about that because the seal on the wall like normally would be actually sealed you wouldn't be able to see it but it's like you could very clearly tell there was a box shoved in the wall (laughs) yeah (laughs) that that made me laugh like that was so bad it was comically bad so um another thing like okay i'm gonna get it out of the way at the beginning i do have a lot of complaints about the movie but overall yeah, Marissa and Jordan are in the right ballpark. It's like a five, five and a half. I wouldn't like overly hate it if someone put it on, but there is a lot of little things that I'm going to pick at because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, Good thing you don't do math. <laughs> uh, near the beginning, they wanted to like really reinforce that um, Chris Evans wasn't fit for the military and whatnot. And I, they kind of went with the sick route because they had that like rap sheet of everything that was wrong with him. Did you guys read that rap sheet? Uh, a decent amount. I saw like scarlet fever, asthma, and uh, I didn't read it fully, but yeah. Asthma, scarlet fever, rheumatic fever, sinusitis, uh, chronic colds, high blood pressure, heart palpitations, easily fatigued, heart trouble, nervous trouble of any sort. I don't know what that even means. Anxiety. Uh, <laughs> household contact with TB and parents slash sibling with diabetes or cancer. Uh, so, um, I, I wish they played up the sick part more than the small part because like mostly because of how he dressed, I think he dressed really like all his clothes were way too baggy. And I know they're trying to make it seem like he's just, uh, he's just, like this tiny guy but you can still get clothes that fit you even as you're a tiny guy but if you're sick 
then you could be losing weight or whatnot. And they're always like, oh, he has chronic colds and whatnot. He, he didn't seem sick at all in the beginning. He was just like, I'm small and short. And I, I, I do kind of wish they played up the sick part a little more, but I mean, that's it's not a huge deal. As for the, the science part of it, the like insta-steroids, I, I don't have a, a problem with the insta-steroids. It's just like science fiction, whatever. The only problem I have with the uh, uh, insta-steroids is they made his bones grow. And I know they're like, oh, it changes you at like the cellular level or whatnot. Do you know how just fucking broken you would be if your bones just grew like a foot and a half <laughs> in like 10 seconds? Your entire body would just like collapse on itself. So I, I I wish they just went from skinny to to big instead of like small and skinny to big. But I mean, what can you do? Right? It, it's it's just whatever. Yeah, um, yeah that that one is a little tricky. But come on, you can't you can't deny that the line of uh, um, how do you feel taller is just you can't deny that it's not just a great line. That's a fantastic line. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I get how he got taller because, like, if he has been sickly, uh, assuming his entire life, like, because you don't see where it was or when it was that he was getting, like, all those colds or everything on his rap sheet, right? So it could have been, like, when he was uh, a kid and maybe he's underdeveloped and maybe that's what happened. Like, his uh, the serum just allowed his body to finish puberty finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I mean, he was fucking screaming. And I think that, like, once he got the the milk rays or whatever, the, the Vita rays, yeah. which I'm assuming is just milk that has been turned into light. Oh, it's Flintstone vitamins. It's the fucking 40s, man. They didn't, there wasn't Flintstone they vitamins. Penicillin. There was no Flintstones. Penicillin vitamins. Penicillin did not make that. He got shot before they even closed the thing. It was the Vita rays, a.k.a. God milk. Yeah. That made him grow. I, I don't super I, calcium. Yeah, I I, I really want to know what the fuck Vita Ray is, so I'm gonna Google it. Um, because <laughs> it's such a random thing. Like that, I thought Jeff honestly would have said something about that because like Super Soldier Serum. Like, okay, you know exactly what what that is. It's a serum to make Super Soldier. So you're like, okay, steroids. You, you just think about what's in that. Uh, but Vita Ray, it's just a ray that. I mean that that that's pretty standard in in uh, science fiction. They just throw some like random sciencey sounding words together, and they're like, "That's why, right?" And that's how science fiction gets away with a lot of things. It's when they start giving like actual specifics that science fiction starts to break down, which is why I, I have a, a problem with uh, Ant Man. Um, Ant-Man, they try and, like, actually explain why he's shrinking, and it just it just doesn't work, right? Whereas this one, they're just, like, super steroids with vitamin rays, and he's big, and you're just like, oh, that sounds stupid as hell, but you haven't given me anything to actually refute this, right? So... Yeah. I guess it goes, like, uh, the comics probably go into way more detail with everything like this. Yeah. Because yeah, I did look it up, and it's... Vita radiation, or Vita ray, is the electromagnetic radiation with a specific wavelength that has stabilizing properties. So, like I said, it's just milk that's been turned into light. Yeah. Um, uh, there was another thing you said, and I wanted to refute it, but I couldn't... I can't remember. I think it was like... The uh, it was just that I wish he was sicker rather than just small, was one of the things I said. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't really have an issue with that, like, because just looking at the guy, you could tell that either something in the past was very wrong or something is currently very wrong. Like, he's very thin. Um, I think they had a hard time showing it as much as they could have because they couldn't really use the face properly. Like, watching it today, it looks... Honestly, it looks looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, one of my notes. Main character's head looks like it doesn't belong on his body. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely... uh, I think you actually see the guy... I think later on in the movie, I think he's either a bartender in one of the bars that they're that they're in, but they they put that character actually in the movie somewhere. Like the, the guy whose body the double they oh use. the body double guy. Um, so that's the that's a neat part, but yeah, it definitely at the time, like like having that, it looked unreal. And I think uh, like later on we'll see uh, um, with Endgame with Robert Downey Jr. I don't know if he actually got that thin but when he comes off the planet uh, or off the spaceship after being out in space for a while um you see sort of like the same it looks almost like the same kind of style that they tried to use um, it's the same guy and everything yeah. <laughs> yeah. we just needed a skinny piece of shit oh i'm your guy skinny pete get over yeah. here we got another role <laughs> how do you think like do they advertise something like that or do they just like cruise oh, yeah. the streets of la and they're like hey there's a junkie that looks like Tony Stark. <laughs> This is fucking, come get your cocaine. Uh, there is a shortage of junkies in L.A., I'm sure. Um, but like I was saying, because they, they couldn't use, because uh, they used CGI of uh, Chris, whatever his name is, uh, face. Um, so they couldn't actually show like how gaunt he would have actually looked. Mm-hmm. I would like to see them go back and re-edit everything, to be honest. I'd like them, like, because they have... They have a lot more technology now than I'd say when this movie came out. Even though yeah. it's only been like what ten years, not even. Yeah, yeah. Um, we they could definitely do a better job, like you were saying with Tony Stark, like if that was actually him or a body double. Yeah. Um, but they could definitely go back and re-edit it. Like it wouldn't take. I don't think it would take that much effort. But then again, I know nothing about animating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, the whole sickness thing, that was just a preference. That's not, like, a negative to the movie. That, that, I didn't take any points away for that one. That was just something I would have preferred rather than focusing so much on small, focus more on the sickly. And then, I don't know if Chris Evans was in a lot of stuff before this, but then he could have flexed his acting a little bit instead of just been acting like a normal guy who's small. He could have, like, actually acted like something was wrong and given a reason, right? You know what I mean? But, again, that's just preference. That's just... That's not a big deal. Yeah, because they really, yeah, they put all that stuff on his medical record, but then it didn't show any of it, really. Like, yeah, exactly. He's prone to exhaustion, but he kept up with the entire platoon for half of their march. Yeah. But yeah. Before Super Sauce? Nuh-uh. But yeah. Motherfucker was smart when it came to, to getting that flag down, getting was a ride in. Was he smart, or is he just average intelligence and everyone else was a fucking ape? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm going to climb the pole. My first instinct, when I, I remember, when I first watched the movie, I was like, why don't they just, like, knock the pole down? Like, they got to get the flag up somehow or on the top, so it's got to yeah. come down fairly easily. Yeah. Like, it's not, they don't have fucking Jimbo, Sergeant Jim, just coming out every morning and every night climbing the goddamn 20 foot yeah. pole they got a they have an actual monkey that they've trained to put the flag up 
Climbs a pole, no problem. It's a, it's a real monkey. Dude. That's that's classified. Yeah. We can't talk about that right now. Sergeant Chimp. <laughs> Sergeant Nanners. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much a, a problem with this movie, but it's going to be kind of a continuation error. Not error, but just like oversight in the next ones. Is the, the serum seemed to make him like, he seemed to be of average intelligence before, and the serum seemed to increase his intelligence. Which is fine in this movie. There's nothing that gives away that he shouldn't be. But then in the rest of the movies, he comes across as just like an actual retard. Like he's just like, I get that reference, and that's like his his big moment. Uh, Steve, he understands what someone is talking about, kind of thing, right? Like, yeah, but he also had to. I mean, he was living in the future. Like yeah. if you yeah, were yeah, yeah. seventy five years in the future right now. It would take you more than like a couple weeks to acclimate and learn everything that happened, right? That's what yeah. He's the, to... the the biggest jump for me was just he went from like never being in the army, getting the serum, and then after his whole like dancing monkey thing, he went to like flying a fucking plane and shit like immediately after that when he was flying the bomb that came from the uh, uh, the Hydra thing. He just like hopped in that bitch, was like, yeah, I'm just gonna turn this thing around. I'm gonna dodge the fucking laser beams and I'm gonna ram it right yeah. into this plane's asshole. Yeah. Like, you could get smart, but I don't care how just naturally smart you become. You don't know how to fly a goddamn airplane like that. You stick. Yeah. Just... Yeah. I think, yeah, I think for that, it's also um, not so much, like, like it definitely is, is Hollywood embellishment, um, but... Also, you got to look at the the time period that it is based off. Since it comes out of the Second World War, it's not as different. Like for for the most part, uh, an American plane and a German plane, like even though these are hydroplanes, they're pretty similar in builds. Other than like the German plane has like Dusseldorf or I don't know, I don't know how to speak German, yeah, but I mean, it's got something else like written on there. It's it's basically same design. Whereas nowadays, you get like. Uh, like a Russian spacecraft and a, an American spacecraft are completely different. Yeah, that everyone's type of thing. got their own proprietary shit now. But back in the day, it was like we have a design for a plane, and we're gonna go with that one. Just different looks on the outside. Everything on the inside is still just yeah, like a stick it, and, it, yes. and that'd be fine if he had flown a plane before. But he just—that was the first time he'd ever been in the cockpit of a plane, as far as I'm aware. And yeah. he was just like, I can fly this. This is fine. Yeah. It, <laughs> that, that, that was that was just, again, just it's not a huge thing. It doesn't break the movie, but it's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, de- I definitely understand. And, and unfortunately, with, uh, with pretty much any uh, movie, um, getting a, a, the idea of a time frame in the movie doesn't so – you don't actually know how long that they were fighting and, and getting. You just have to kind of guess how long it takes to get from hydra base to hydra base to blow them all up. Um, yeah. But so, um, and they don't add it in. It's just sort of like, hey, all of a sudden you can do this. But yeah, it's uh, the the one thing with the super soldier serum was it, it builds like it makes whatever it has either like it just enhances. Yeah. So um, so even if he was, I, I definitely agree. In the other movies, he, he is a bit more of a meathead. But he's also focused on like, this is what's right. Like his his mm-hmm. idea yeah. of, of right and that. But yeah, he he definitely is a, a bit of a dummy when it comes to certain things. Yeah. You're just like, oh my god. Can you imagine being like an army soldier during World War Two? Not an army soldier, sorry. Like an army corporal. I don't know army ranks. Like one of the high up bitches. You use this serum and get 
the super soldier. He just like runs as fast as a car, takes out a goddamn submarine and all this kind of bullshit in like moments after becoming a super soldier. And they're like, you know what we're going to do? Infomercials. Like, (laughs) come on, you're in the middle of a world war. You just got a super weapon of tough sorts. You don't just send it to make money in infomercials. I mean, there'd definitely be some people that would do that. But that, it just sounds stupid as hell. It was, but, I mean, it's America. Capitalism. Yeah. Right? There's always going to be... Because uh, I, I also think that guy wasn't in the army. He was a senator. Oh, yeah. He was a senator. So, yeah. yeah. He was a politician. So, of course, money, yeah. money, money. Yeah. That was his first like, bond. Yeah. And plus, each bond bought is a bullet in the gun or your best guy. We're going to have a best guy. Oh, that's There's nuts. just one best guy and he's just swimming in bullets. Everyone else yeah. is like, God damn, I need help. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm the best guy. Like, You're I'm that foil trading card. Everyone's got me, you know. <laughs> Sitting on a mountain of bullets. <laughs> Bow to me. I am the captain now. Oh, another thing I wish they had, like, done something. Again, they could have done this with the whole, like, bonding thing of with um, Bucky or whatever his name was. They should have made him, like, enjoy Frisbee or something at the beginning of the movie. Or just, like, anything. Put Frisbee in there. Because, again, the the serum, like, makes you stronger and gives you... Makes you better at stuff. Which is fine if you've done it before. But he went from, like, I imagine not throwing many Frisbees to being able to, like, perfectly bank Frisbees off of walls and, like, kill people with them and shit like that. Like sketchiness is all i'm saying i would if they had put like he was like really good at like ultimate frisbee or something stupid in the beginning it would have like made it less like a uh, a sudden right turn into a new skill you know what i mean yeah well he's good with calculation i believe it is canon that cap is the inventor of ultimate frisbee yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i get it a little bit i think all of your complaints could probably be remedied with uh, some uh, fuck. I can't think of the term. Basically, some sh- of shots of of Steve's childhood. Yeah, just some like extra backstory. Yeah, because then just like, be like show him being sick, show him being sick and playing ultimate frisbee or something, or being that's the only thing he can do because it doesn't tire him out or something. Just like little things like that would just make the jumps later in the movie that much more realistic and because i'm taking it as a mostly science fiction movie because they didn't explain the test rack whatsoever it that would fit my preferred style of science fiction where they can actually like things are linked together not just here's a serum you're now god mode kind of thing you know what i mean yeah, yeah. now in the uh the, that was one of the things i want to bring up is it your your test rack thing um so I don't think they explain it so much in this one just because mm-hmm. of the um, uh, era, like the time era that they were in. So it was mostly just Smith because they didn't know uh, about all this energy either. But when it comes up to um, the first Avengers movie, it, it goes more in depth. Cause they, yeah. So that one. But yeah, definitely it's it's a little bit harder to believe. Like, hey, it just harness all these. But Z- Dr. Zola is was one of the uh big guys uh when it came down to it i can't remember if he turned into anything um a computer yeah yeah no i don't mind like what they did with it and whatnot i just would have liked to known more about it right just like that what it is in like 
at all kind of thing because you literally just watched an entire movie where you have no idea what the bad guy's weapons are in the slightest like what is powering them they went from no tech not no tech but like world war ii tech to shooting disintegrating lasers and there was no like middle ground kind of thing and they don't explain it at all they're just like bound box in a wall lasers so i think i agree with you somewhat like i would like a little bit more information but i'm also thinking that uh the red skull didn't know fully what it was like he knew it was something to do with the gods because he called it the treasure of odin's uh, or the jewel the of jewel Odin. of odin's treasure room yeah. um so th- that that shows that i don't think he knew actually what it was all he knew it was like it was a massive source of energy and he was going to try and turn it into a weapon um yeah and uh, to remedy that all they had to do was like during the scene when they like overloaded it and almost opened the realm to like wherever the fuck loki goes uh or wherever the fuck the tesseract opens to all they had to do was be like this thing has unlimited power we could juice this thing and store it in our weird batteries and be able to power so many weapons and then you'd just be like just those two lines would be like okay this makes more sense but instead they're just like we're extracting blue goo by the looks of it and we're shooting that blue goo out so if you didn't know what the tesseract was you could have thought it's just like a blue goo machine right like there's there's no it's not unreasonable to think that this tesseract just makes blue goo i saw it more as energy like the first time i watched it and I yeah see it even still I see yeah it no you, you could definitely see it that way but seeing it as blue goo also isn't an incorrect way of, of, of uh seeing it either right because they just don't explain it yeah fair enough like i i i was just going based off i guess my own context or my own uh, preconceptions Mm -hmm. based on like the experiment themselves or itself because they had like capacitors they were talking about if they had enough capacitors um the electricity like traveling through the lines uh but uh i wanted to talk about the uh disintegration ring i and I, this hasn't been confirmed, but a lot of people have been talking about it over the years. Um, since the Tesseract is like a teleportation cube, pretty much, like that, or a teleportation stone, Yeah. Um, you can go anywhere. So I thought after me and Zach watched this movie, I was like, wait a minute. What if they're not actually dying? They're just getting sent all over the universe. Is that the the space stone that's yeah, in the test yeah. Yeah. yeah, so when you see uh, later on in the movie, spoilers for future episodes, um, when Thanos gets it, um, or even, even Loki picks it up, but when Thanos gets it and he just zorps out of uh, um, Thor's ship uh, at the beginning of Infinity War, it's just to, to teleport you. So basically it's, it's called the space stone. It's one of the six Infinity Stones. And you can literally teleport anywhere you want using this stone. That'd be a great, like, Easter egg type thing that, like, in one of the other movies, I know in one of them, like, Thor and the Hulk are, like, fighting in a Coliseum or something weird like that. I think they should have had, like, a little colony of humans on that on that planet and been like, we all got teleported here in World War II, some help. That's what, like, <laughs> I actually, if you know, or if you'll do me this favor... As you're watching the rest of these movies, keep an eye out whenever they're, like, showing something off-world for just, like, World War II people or people that are dressed up in, like, the World War II uh, Hydra outfit. Because, like... Uh, well, technically, they should be dead, right? Because that was 70 years in the past. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, like, they do have, um, 
they do have like cutscenes and stuff like that that are shown mm -hmm. in the past, even like in outer space. Yeah. But just because like Marvel is sneaky like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye out because I I really like that that theory that it's actually just like a teleportation thing, and uh, um, it's they're not they're harnessing the energy in a way they don't actually understand, and it's just fucking teleporting things away to like random parts of the universe. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, and I think actually thinking back now, when they first try to like activate the the cube, um, it sort of shows the universe a little bit. So I guess maybe yeah, that, that was like their tiniest the hint. Right? That yeah. was all the conjecture that you got. Um, uh, and I, I they couldn't have explained it um, because like everyone didn't or no one knew that it was a an actual Infinity Stone until yeah, like, yeah. they found out about Thanos. Like, until then, they just thought it was the Tesseract, the cube, because that was, like, the housing of the stone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, the the space stuff, and if that's even, like, canon or not, they definitely had no idea, so there's no way for them to explain it. That, I was just talking about the whole energy beam stuff. Yeah. But uh, speaking of, like, like keeping an eye out for things, especially when you're going through this watch-through, Jeff, um, is, is it's good to remember the movies, because there are constant references throughout the movies to other movies because it is built into that. So that'll help you as you go along in the chronological order to paying attention and, and understanding like why uh, Cap, or Cap had Thor's powers or mm -hmm. uh, uh, what else is there? I think there's a, there's a few other things that are just different references to, to other parts, other movies and, and certain scenes in, in the movies. So, um, but we've uh, we focused on a few things. Let's talk about the uh, the villain of the movie, the Red Skull. Oh, that so, was my next point. <laughs> perfect. Uh, this villain is one of Cap's uh, biggest villains um, throughout the comic books is the Red Skull. Uh, the actor that did the job is Hugo Weaving, and he did a fantastic job. I honestly think the makeup was pretty good um, for the most part. Now... This is coming from someone who doesn't read the comic books. I just look up stuff when it uh, threw out just because I didn't have the uh, we didn't have the money as uh, as kids to get these comic books. Um, but I love the Red Skull. I love the uh, uh, the actor that did it. And his uh, the villain himself was was pretty decent throughout this movie. My very first note is, why is that guy got scars on his ears? So, <laughs> I called that he had a weird face. <laughs> I think they could have been a little bit more ruthless with him. Because, like, he's supposed to be worse than Nazis, right? Yeah. From from my understanding, you just don't see it. Like, he's teleporting people. He is, he is fairly ruthless. Like, after he gets the cube from the wall... Uh, he'd promise the guy, he's like, yeah, once you tell me, I'll, I'll take the cube and I'll leave. Everyone in the village will be fine. As soon as he gets the cube, ah, shoot everyone. Yeah. But that's like, to me, that's not a step above, right? Like, that's something that a Nazi would do. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, literally everyone other than the Doctor, he killed, right? Like, there is, there's not a whole lot of people that were ever around him that are still alive. He shot his own people probably more than he shot the his enemies right so i found him as as pretty ruthless but he wasn't in any like oh i have to torture this person kind of situations or i'm gonna kill this kid in front of its mother kind of situations just i'm surrounded by a bunch of as i see them incompetent adults so i'm just gonna kill them right he's ruthless not sadistic is how i saw him 
yeah, he's just using uh, like it's everything is a means to the end. Like whatever he has, mm-hmm. he will do whatever it needs to be. Um, I think now this uh, so this was still early on in the in the Marvel like I don't want to call it a test phase. But uh, definitely still early on because Iron Man just came out and they took a big risk on on Iron Man, and even having a post credit scene in Iron Man sort of teasing the uh, the next movie. Um, so they came out at a time where superhero movies weren't doing like super good. Like there's definitely Batman Begins, but but that was the the main thing. There wasn't any too much Marvel except for the X Men. Um, that Fox was doing, and everyone, those were all things that people loved, but they were taking chances on these these heroes and these big productions. Um, so I think that's another reason why they, they had the Red Skull, or had it not be so um, much of a battle, and more the, the Red Skull is more like a methodical villain, sort of like uh, Doctor Doom in that sense, where he's got the power, he can back it up, but he's more just like tactician-based rather than Thanos who's just like yeah I'll just I'll fucking kill you like I'll I'll, I'll brawl I'll I'll punch, I'll break the the Hulk's collarbone for no reason with a poke To be fair Thanos is a demigod right Yeah <laughs> Still oh, bullshit Titan whatever Yeah but uh, so and uh, the other thing is is I think because Kevin Feige is a genius um when it comes to this kind of stuff um, and the way he his his love for the projects themselves, I think he had an idea of where he wanted this path to lead to, and so it, when you have that idea and you when you're leading it towards such a big villain as Thanos, you don't want your other villains to sort of be that big. So then all of a sudden, just like you're you're not building uh, like a you're not walking up a mountain to the peak where you're going to find Thanos. It's more just like, holy shit, this is an unreal villain. Oh, shit, there's another one. So it's, it, I don't want to say it diminishes the value of Thanos as a villain, but it would definitely, I think, tire you out more if all of a sudden you're just like, holy fuck, supervillain after supervillain. Like, let's go. Yeah, well, that's the problem with, with like superhero movies and anime and whatnot in general. Like I, I'm lumping anime in here, and you'll understand why. Is power creep? There's, like you said, if you start with a human, and then next it's like a demigod in Loki, and then after that it's a Titan and Thanos. Then after that, maybe it can go up to like Galactus or something like that. But eventually, you're gonna have to start fighting the lessers again. You're gonna run out of the super super people, and then you're just like, well, they beat Thanos. They have to be able to beat Jimmy Two Shoes, right? Like. And that's that's a thing they do in anime a lot is just like constant power creep. And then when when an old enemy or something comes back, they have to be like, oh, my God, super juice 9000 through 17 different cyborg enhancements and whatnot to keep up with the fact that he got beaten season one and we're on season seven again. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, well, Marvel's pretty good about that. Like there's always they always come up with something to buff the villain. Like, uh, it was Doctor Doom, he was just regular Doctor Doom, he was an evil billionaire, and then he got superpowers, or something like that, and then uh, at one point he had, like, the Infinity Gauntlet, at one point he was a literal god. Yeah. Like, it, the comic books themselves are a lot better at that. Um, the reason I was saying I wanted him more brutal is because the character itself, like, from what we saw, like, however short it was, 
um, of the before the serum, like I was assuming uh, he was the exact same. Like I, he was in the Nazi party, so obviously he's a piece mm. of shit. Um, and then he took the serum, and it's supposed to boost everything regardless. So he was supposed okay. to get like hyper evil. Um, yeah. I, I I am thinking that like they may have not had time to go into it, like because I mean his master plan was to blow up the entire fucking world, which is pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I, I do realize that it wasn't like a, a rated R movie. Like I, I prefer, I think I prefer darker superhero movies. Yeah, like. Honestly, I don't know if they did it in the comic books. Like, if they did a darker version of the comic book where, like, the Red Skull, one of his things, I would... I, this is horrible that I, <laughs> I thought of this, but, like, in the village, instead of, like, kill them, be like, all right, do the thing. Turn them into Red Skull. And just <laughs> off of the face. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about the comics. I do know in uh, um, Old Man Logan, um, so that comic book uh, where basically... Uh, in that one, the super um, super villains all team up, and then they take over the U.S. and then it's all divided. But you see, the Red Skull has Washington, and he's like walking around and like he's got Cap's head de- decapitated, and he's wearing his mask and his old suit, and like he looks, it's pretty gruesome there. Um, yeah, it seemed like more so. It definitely gave him the strength of the of the super soldier serum but i think what they more focused on as enhancement was his obsession with power like he wants that power and that's one of the things why why he was attacking all those cities is to make sure that hydra spread throughout so he would just conquer the entire world so his, his obsession with power almost seemed like it, it it grew more and that's why he created hydra like he was the leader of hydra and, and stuff like that um but yeah, it definitely they shot themselves in the foot with the with the hey this serum enhances everything, except in this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like I would have just liked to see maybe a little more more mania, because although I guess if you're intelligent, like just a little more evil from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then I do realize that it would contradict the rating of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan really brought up an answer to my one question too. Is like. Red Skull, he's supposed to have, like, a Red Skull, right? Like, he's not supposed to be fleshy or anything like that. But they also really can't do that because it's not a rated R movie. So they have this, like, half-fleshy, half-skull thing up there. And to me, Red Skull looked really weird. And basically, it's like their halfway point because it's not a rated R movie. So they couldn't have him all gory and whatnot. So it makes sense to me now that, that Jordan said that. I didn't consider that before. Yeah, which makes it tough. Luckily, they are they are working on like a, a rated R section uh, of Marvel um, with uh, with Moon Knight coming out. Um, who's is more of a rated R? Deadpool's finally going to be in the MCU um, with Ryan Reynolds helming that again. Because if you cast anyone other than Ryan Reynolds, it's, you're you're a fool for that character. No one's going to the movie yeah. because Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. Um, we've completely forgiven him for that other green movie yeah um what and then one of the other things is they're gonna have difficulty is once they bring in the x-men um is replacing wolverine but but regardless they're bringing in blade they're gonna redo blade again which is another rated r thing so hey don't make that noise it's gonna be i don't like vampires <laughs> <laughs> why not uh, yeah. did you guys notice at 
one hour, 33 minutes, and six seconds. No. <laughs> there was, Cap was um, going into the one Hydra base, and he was on, like, his motorcycle, and he shot a, uh, like, a tank thing with his rockets or whatever. And then he, like, jumped the wall into the, uh, the base. Yeah. Well, they shot at him. They missed, which, I mean, it's obvious, whatever. And then... An explosion happened, like, way off in the distance, and some guy on the left of the screen never got hit by anything. The shockwave wasn't enough to knock him over or anything. He just, like, fucking fell over for no reason. It was hilarious. I rewound it and watched it again. He's got the same heart condition that Steve's got. So he's like, oh, God, they're shooting. He's like, a, he's like one of those fainting goats. Yeah, plus, I mean, yeah. if at that point, because, like, that was, like, the last base, right? Yeah. So at that point, you uh, know who Captain America know. is. Yeah. Well, it, either it was the last base or it was later on in it. So at that point, like, you know who Captain America is. If I saw yeah. him just fucking ride a motorcycle into the front door, I think I'd probably just lay down, too. What movie was that? <laughs> was that a, was it Captain America Winter Soldier? Where it, it ends up being, like, like the, the, a bunch of this dude's guys get, like, beat up, and then he's just, like... He just like puts down his gun and like lays on the ground. No, it's Austin was Powers. It, was it Austin Powers? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like yeah, he's like insulting the goon. Then he's like just yeah. just lay down, just don't. Yeah, just oh, yeah. don't. And Michael Michael Caine's character yeah, slowly goes yeah. down. <laughs> you probably don't even have a name. <laughs> you got a name tag. Yeah. Um. All right. What would uh, what do you guys think a super soldier serum would do to you? Make me taller. <laughs> <laughs> My calves would be massive. It would make me omega depressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god, oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, holy but fuck. I, okay. I, I do want to. I want to counterpoint that with me, anyways. I don't know. Like, I would be so fucking sad. But could you imagine how funny I'd be? Yeah. Exactly. Oh like, my god. It's the trade-off. Like I am constantly have a razor blade in my pocket, but also like I'm funnier than anyone. Bro, you, I am the Emmys. You've got enhanced healing, though. You yeah, would, so I mean, I'd just be, just be like, yeah, making yourself. It's in my pocket, you yeah. know, just <laughs> cutting my leg. <laughs> I can't fucking die. <laughs> you oh. guys want to see something funny? Just try to snap my own neck. It didn't work. <laughs> it still hurts. That's how uh, Deadpool came to be. <laughs> All right. For, for any of you out there, um, it's okay to make depression jokes. If These depressed. are just jokes for all legal purposes. These are jokes. Probably. Don't don't worry <laughs> about it. Probably. Jordan's we're... missing from the next episode. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're probably okay. Um, but just <laughs> yeah, just a heads up. Hey, I'm still here. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> Did you say I'm lucky? No. Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> um. What about you, Zach? Oh, I'd have a magnum dong. <laughs> Four it inches does make of fury. people tall, that's Hell for yeah. sure. Hell yeah. Could you imagine if I had six inches? The damage I could Jesus. do. Oh my god. I don't I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> yeah, don't think about my PP. I'm not! Jeff, I'm stop trying thinking not about to. my PP. You keep talking oh. about it. <laughs> I'm not. Don't just worry. fucking do what you normally do. Do what you did back in high school. Just text Jeff privately about your peepees. <laughs> yeah, was this normal? Is, it, is this rash gonna go away? Today, I swear, I almost didn't have to uh, push everything around it in to get it out. 
It's like a turtle. It was more like a, a Hershey's chocolate kiss instead of a thin little wafer. Uh, thin mints. After eight. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I think with it, like, I'd definitely be smarter. Um, Unlucky. My, like, I'd be more sarcastic. Um, my tolerance for people would just be gone. Like, I already have a hard yeah, enough time. Fired. Oh, immediately. I'd be fired immediately from the, uh, the dildo rensing factory. Um, it's a whole factory now. Jesus. Oh yeah. It's we're, we're stepping up production. <laughs> um, but yeah, would you now? Okay. Knowing that it does enhance it. Would you take it? No. Just cause you get super sad. No, it has nothing to do with Super Sad. Because yeah. then I would be government property and I can't do what I want. Fair enough. If I could, like... like see, what I would have done different if I was Steve Rogers is I would have chased after the German guy, but I would have left. I would have taken the sub and just cruised. Where are you going? Cuba. Why? It's mine. What, are, what is Castro going to do? I'm going to pop his fucking head. Yeah. Um, have yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't know. Maybe it's the, uh, maybe it's the reliableness. Like, like pretty much like if you, uh, maybe is it the guilt? I think it's, it would be the guilt because it, having, having it and then just having people being like, Hey, you're super powered. Like you're juiced. Why didn't you save that person? I like, well, why didn't you? Here's the thing. Uh, I don't know them. I don't care. I don't think you realize. Like, I have super apathy. Yeah, just, just the, the, <laughs> the <laughs> um, <laughs> just having that knowledge. Being like, like if you have these powers, it, it's like the the Spider Man. Like with great powers comes great responsibility. Like if you have these powers, you you have to like you need to do something with them. So. I don't want that responsibility. I'm going to do a bunch of shit, but most of it's just going to benefit me. I'll be the manager of whoever, like, yay, hey. I'd immediately end up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> no jail could contain you, bro. I, then they just, like, put me down or something because <laughs> I something I hate humans so much. And then you fucking give me that shit. I'm just, like, going outside and punching the first person to even look at me, probably. <laughs> First thing that happens, if Jeff was in the movie, the German agent wouldn't have got a chance to, like, shoot them and steal the serum. Jeff would have, like, out of it, just start mauling everyone. <laughs> Bring me my shoes! He'd be, he'd be like Wolverine when he gets fucking... <laughs> when he first, he's like, yeah, erases, erases memory. Jeff's just like, nah, bitch! Although, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's off of, uh, uh, fucking, uh... Men in Black 3. No prison can contain me. It's that fucking Boris the Animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely... Uh, we definitely got way off topic, but... It's, I, just, uh, I don't think the super soldier serum is a thing the human race... Honestly, it, it could use. Yeah. Because it would be abused. Like, everything. Be, be more dictatorships than, than literally okay. everything. Nuclear power. What do we use that for? Bombing the shit out of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, ooh, probably shouldn't have done that. Let's, everyone, let's sign an agreement to say we're not going to do this to each other. But we'll still make them. Yeah, we're still going to mass produce them. United States. 
<laughs> but don't don't use them or else it's not even a, a, an agreement at this point it's basically just like you hit that button i'm gonna hit my button and then they're gonna hit their buttons and then this guy's gonna hit his button and then we're all gonna fucking die yeah now if they made the serum but instead of it just like do blanketing over everything you could like target specific things like you could get a serum to make you super strong or a serum to make you super fast or super smart or whatnot what one would you take and why world's strongest ankles <laughs> oh, damn it yeah it's... i just wanted to like could you imagine me blocking fucking like 19 inch pumps you my calves would be like into the next street you'd be the ultimate supermodel I'd be like you, Patrick you, from you the SpongeBob You would constantly movie. be like, those are the greatest videos in the world when supermodels are strutting down the runway, and then all of a sudden the heel starts going, and then they just start, and they're trying so hard to keep the walk going, but their legs are just fucking everywhere. It's like Good a dead God. fish. Well, a mostly dead fish. I'd be walking with my ankles on a 90-degree angle almost. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do that? Um, I come out of the forest <laughs> at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's a wendigo. Um... No, I um, I probably wouldn't take the intelligence. I'd probably go for the super speed, if anything. Now, it, you're probably wondering, why wouldn't you take the intelligence? Here's the thing. There's a good, like, there are a lot of people that I am smarter than. And <laughs> not it. Those, <laughs> the people that I am smarter than, for the most part, I find kind of irritating. Just because, it, and it's not even their fault, it's just that their brain doesn't work the same as mine. But in my head, when I explain something, it's like, no, like, you should get this. Like, this is simple. Like, I don't understand. And so if I was smarter than everyone, then I'd have a constant problem where, like, I literally can't talk to someone because I'd be like, how do you not understand? I am saying hello. I don't know how you, you can't grasp this. This is fucked. You're just but, coming across as real fucking incel right now. Sorry. Like, that's how the brain of an incel would, would work. Oh, greetings, my fair lady. And then there's like, what the fuck? No, no. Oh, you don't understand me. No, not, <laughs> not that. That was just like a, a base example. But even just, just normal conversations, I feel like it would bore me. Um, and I don't want that because I like talking and interacting with people. But the super speed, um, I can just get places like... No problem. Absolutely, I'm taking. I'm taking speed. Skin, super skin, super du well durability, <laughs> right? So if I, I pump the so. shit out of my skin, so I got like elephant or rhino skin, and I absorb anything. I am the vibranium. Which I mean, I hope I never get sick or need a needle because the only way they're getting in there is in my eye or my rectum. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to show the doctor my bum hole again. I'd probably do, like, hand-eye coordination. I, that sounds really weird. You just, but just really like, want to juggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, balls. but just, like, I play a lot of video games, and hand-eye coordination would make you just, like, unreal at shooters. And just, like, everything else in the world, just, like, building something, like, hammer and nails, playing baseball, playing badminton, tennis, all that kind of stuff. That's all, like, super hand-eye coordination, right? And I was thinking, I, I agree with Zach. I don't I don't want to be the smartest person in the world because then you're just like, you have nothing to work towards, right? Strength doesn't interest me. Speed doesn't interest me kind of thing. So it's just like, I'd probably just go with something that you can use on a day-to-day, -day, like hand-eye coordination and just like call it a day, right? Yeah, 
I could, I could definitely tell whenever we would go to like, be like, hey, can we, uh, or let's play some CSGO after we've taken years off of Counter-Strike Source. And Jeff's just like, I'm not having fun. I suck at shooters so bad. <laughs> I used to be so good. Yeah. And now I'm just like super trash. Um, I don't know. I like, I think being super smart would be all right. Cause like, I'll solve all the world's problems. Now, people... Except you can't because it's not intelligence that actually gets things done. It's money, right? Yeah, but with intelligence, I can earn money. Like I would be, I would play the stock markets like a fiddle. I would be one of the uh, probably many secret billionaires that their names do not exist on this world. Jeffrey Bezos. And his name exists. No, I'm talking about like the secret millionaire or billionaires. It'll be Jeffrey Bezos. No, I'm not changing my name. <laughs> Oh, and, so and as for the the not like having anyone uh, that you can relate to, like being the smartest one on the planet, nothing to work towards other planets. I don't want to spread the human filth to other planets. No, 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 <laughs> not the human filth. Just you. Yeah, because you. Can, I like, am a human filth. You can milk the government and be like, okay, uh, I'm just yeah, I can I can build you. Uh, 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 the fastest spaceship in the world can get to another planet in like four days, and then they're okay. We'll do it, but it's a one seater, and I'm gone, and I meet the most violent race of this is me role playing as Jeff. I meet the most violent race of aliens. Be like, hey guys, guess what? This is a message from the humans. Fuck you. Now follow me home. <laughs> and then you would sit in your space pod and, and watch the Earth be consumed by uh, the reptilians. Honestly, if I was like actually the smartest person on the planet and had the resources to like go to space and all that kind of shit, I'd probably just use the resources to find a way to kill the humans without affecting. The wait, wildlife. wait. <laughs> just wait. That's how you do it. Just wait, like fifteen, twenty years. <laughs> yeah. We got this, man. <laughs> Record fucking speed. We're on a speed run right now. <laughs> Are we like seconds to midnight on the doomsday clock right now? Uh, milliseconds, I think, yeah. at this point. Like they literally said, I think within ten years. Ten yeah. years is the the tipping point where it literally will not be possible. Yeah. We will have to start working on something off-world. Yeah. Speaking of the smartest person in the world, yes. What do you guys think of uh, uh, Stark Senior finding this unknown weapon? Or getting, being given this unknown weapon by Captain, and the first thing he does is run electricity through it and <laughs> blow it up. That doesn't seem like the smartest person in the room kind of a move to me. That's how you become the smartest person in the room. Yeah. I gotta figure out what this does. By killing everyone else in the room. <laughs> exactly. They're not smarter than me. They're not worth it. I will <laughs> use them as meat shields. Except yeah. he was the one that took the brunt of it. Yeah, but they also had, like, I'm assuming it was supposed to be bulletproof glass. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it just struck shy. me as funny. This guy yeah. makes bombs. He's just like, I don't know what this does. Let's hit it with electricity while I'm 10 feet away from it. <laughs> He's a mad scientist. You just you gotta do it. You gotta zap it. Next now, did you, guys, did you guys watch in 1080p, I imagine so? Oh, yeah. Uh, how was the like glare from the Tesseract objects and weapons? On mine, it was extremely horizontal and sometimes glared to the point it like distorted the image. And maybe that was just the fact that I wasn't watching in 1080p. Um, it could be ours. We uh, we did on Disney Plus, where you can find yeah. all these uh, wonderful Marvel movies. Um, 
and so I think it preloaded at like 4K. Um, and I, I adjusted the TV because my TV for some reason was like super dark for unknown reasons. So um, it definitely seemed like it, it went more out horizontally, not like fully um, like the glow wasn't all around the, the cube. But uh, it that I honestly think that is the brightest you'll see the Tesseract in any of the movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I never understood why it was so fucking bright in this movie, like compared to any other iteration. It aged seventy years, so it got a little duller. It just lost <laughs> a little bit movies, of its spark. Yeah. Um, like I get if they did it like when he was handling it for the first time, like actually holding the physical cube. I get that point. Like, sure, fucking glow blue, like there's no tomorrow, but. Before that, when it's just chilling, like, every other time it's shown, literally, it's not glowing. Yeah. Other than so wait, like, is like, hue. Sorry, this might be a spoiler for a future movie. Is Red Skull dead, or did he just teleport somewhere? That he, is a uh, his... uh, Yeah. Okay, so he's alive. All right, no, that's yeah, a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, we, uh, we've actually gone over our hour mark, because we're having a... Hold on, I have a couple more points okay. of Fast. things I didn't like. <laughs> you say one, and I'll oh. refute it. Go. Okay, Red Skull, while he's a genius, he's also classic movie idiot. He has all these people shooting a captain, and then once they overwhelm him, instead of just killing the one guy that can foil his plans, he's like, all right, capture him and bring him to me so I can monologue. No yes, fucking hate when they do that. Gotta cap him yourself, because I'm the only smart person here, the only one that can get the job done. Next. No, I hate it. Fuck you, um, stupid. Next. <laughs> <laughs> captain Shield bounces off people uh, because of vibranium faux bullshit right but then at the very end he throws it at red skull and it, it it the first time he threw it at red skull it bounced no problem same as everywhere else the second time he threw it at red skull it hit him so hard and continued through to break the tesseract machine why did it just suddenly decide to not bounce that time he threw it with more of a spin than usual so it spun on him every time before it would like hit them uh he was going counterclockwise and now it's clockwise Oh. Bounce off and then like yeah. pinged away and go in. Uh, instead of just absorbing yeah. everything. Uh, at the very end, two points for the very end. Steve is in control of the most powerful weapons on the planet that they know of, and the like. Army colonel's just like, okay, these two are in love. I'm gonna walk away and not the, get the coordinates of where he's dropping this thing to let them say their goodbyes. You're an army general, and those literally could end the world. And you're just like, no, these two are in love. I'm going to walk away. No. Just push the bitch out of the way and find out where he's bringing it down so that you can neutralize the weapons or get them yourself. Uh, that one might take a little bit longer, but uh, I'm just going to say quick. I don't know if Steve knew exactly where he was other than just like, because he had the rough map, no no exact location. Um, and he maybe not, he didn't have the coordinates, just like, yeah, not knowing the exact coordinates is fine, but just being like, okay, I'm coming into New York from north-northwest, I'm over the Arctic right now, I'm bringing it down in the Arctic. If it took them like 70 years to find him, they had no idea where he was. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they also went off like the energy signature, but since the Tesseract of the fell Tesseract. out of the plane, yeah. um, the plane had no power. So it was yeah. basically just drifting. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, That that's all fine. And, and then uh, the last one, I, I, I'm not 100% sure on this one, but the, the bombs all seem to be, like, man-driven, right? Like, they, they each had their own little, this one's for New York, this one's for Chicago, and they yeah. all had, like, the men had to get in them and whatnot. Why, why did you 
you have to crash the plane. There, there wasn't a timer going on. You were just like driving towards New York. Just take it off of autopilot, turn it around, and and go somewhere else with it. Like you, you don't have, um, uh, what's it called? You don't have power or whatever. So you are going to fucking fall eventually. But why just like nosedive? Why not try and like land it in the Arctic instead of just like, well, suicide mission. I'm coming down. I feel like a plane of that size without any power would be impossible to do anything but try and go down slowly as possible. Like there's, yeah, there's slowly as possible. He no just steering. he just fucking reefed the things forward so it just nosedived. Yeah, I, I also I don't I know why because because of the uh, um, because of the the damage that those bombs could do. Maybe in his mind he was just like. I just need to put this basically down, destroy it as quickly as possible. Because if I put it down somewhere, there's a chance that they're going to use these weapons again for something else. Which, spoiler alert for future movies, kind of happens with S.H.I.E.L.D. But, uh, yeah. All right, so, is that a movie? Is that part of the movie? Yeah. Or is that like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show? No, no, it is part of the movie. You know, we'll we'll okay. see it shortly. Um, so we got Jeff's five and a half. Um What's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go five order just to be safe. Five. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit. Um, what do you got, Jordan? Uh, I'm gonna go with a, a seven. Uh, it's thoroughly enjoyable. I definitely, I I really enjoy the the MCU. This isn't one of my favorite ones, but it's not one of the worst ones of the series. Yeah. Um. Uh, definitely watch it. Uh, definitely watch the MCU in order. Take a, a couple days off work. And, Fucking just do it. Yeah. Amazon. If you're in Canada, go to the dispensary, stock up, go to the grocery store, get a Dr. Pib, and just watch all of the MCU. Yeah. Um, I'm going with an eight. Pretty much, like, all the, most of this MCU is going to get high ratings for me, regardless. I absolutely love these movies. Not just for the comic books, but because the storytelling is is good and the fact that this is one of a kind the way that they have done this having 24 movies build build up together to reach that final peak in that final finale will never be done again except by the mcu when they do like the build up again to the next one but yeah uh it's definitely an eight for me uh which brings our final rating to a seven because i don't want to fucking do bullshit happen <laughs> seven perfect uh so this one gets a seven from us we're actually going to mark it on the board um so there's 24 movies in the mcu watch through that we'll be doing uh we're actually going to do 25 episodes of this where on the 25th we're gonna um, take whatever ratings that we gave the mcu and sort of rank the ones from uh uh worst to best um, and then we'll go through and, and talk about other superhero movies. Uh, by the time we're done this, we'll actually see uh, if, uh, if there is any, if we're feeling any fatigue from superhero movies or if we're still looking forward to uh, uh, more coming out. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about the Captain America First Avenger movie uh, on Twitter at ByRailside or on Instagram um, by the Railside. Um, and uh, you can also join us in Discord. Uh, we have links to that um, either in our Twitch chat uh, or on Twitter. Uh, and you can join us on Twitch where we're actually going to be streaming most of these um, podcasts now. Uh, we don't have a set date yet, uh, but uh, 
Uh, we'll let you know on Twitter whenever we are going to be doing it. Uh, and then you can interact with us in the chat and then join us afterwards to uh, while we stream and then uh, and tell us what you guys thought. And if we can uh, help out with any of the production things to make this a little bit better. Other than that, our next movie is going to be Captain Marvel. That is the next one in the in the series, uh, starring Brie Larson. Um, so we'll get I to already that. have acquired this one. Excellent. Um, so we'll join that. Other than that, um, you guys take care. Um, be safe out there, and uh, make sure you watch this MCU series. Watch it with cunt. us. Like, join, yeah, yeah. Cunt. Yeah, use the word cunt. Cunt. It's great. And yeah. Cunt to the moon. <laughs>